Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have our friend Jacqueline Gomes joining us. She's from Warren, New Jersey, and it's Busy Woman Weight Loss. That's the name of our company and even the website. We're going to talk today more about the work she does, and we would love to say hello. Please introduce yourself. Hi, Phil. Hi, everybody. Good morning. So, hi, I'm Jacqueline Gomes, registered dietitian, and I'm so excited to talk to you today about our fun topic around weight loss and I have a personal private practice around nutrition counseling. We support individuals and families in their wellness goals, and uh, we love what we do every day. Amazing. Well, we love having you here. And uh, just to confirm, again, uh, forms of contact, would you mind sharing the website and a phone number, any social media pages before we begin? Yeah, for sure. So our website is www.busywomanweightloss.com. You can reach us on Instagram at JacquelineGomes.Nutrition. And if email is your jam, you can email me at JacquelineGomesRD, like dietitian, and like nutritionist, at gmail.com. Yay! All right. For today, I want to get started by asking you, um, you know, we're going to talk about weight loss strategies. As a registered dietitian, Mm -hmm. this is your expertise. So why would you say people are so confused around how to lose weight? Yes, so we are in such an information age, right? I mean, we just have information left and right, and there is almost, I think, no time in our day right now where people are really taking the time to disconnect and decompress from all the information that we're getting, right? So that's problem number one. There's so much conflicting and overwhelming information out there specifically around weight loss, right? This is such a multi-billion dollar industry that everyone's got their hands in the pocket of weight loss. And so there's lots of conflicting advice, which makes it so confusing and overwhelming for the general consumer, right? So it becomes challenging to understand or know who to trust and what information or strategies to follow. Um, The next thing I think that confuses people is that these quick fixes or what we know as them to be as bad diets, they, these um, quick solutions or what I like to call little band-aids promise really rapid weight loss results um, without making a significant lifestyle change. So what makes bad diets appealing is that, yes, it promises those really quick results, which is, is true. You know, you definitely can get the results from following a quick fix. Um, and the problem becomes is that, you are so over-restricted over time that people tend to give up and then they say, oh, well, this doesn't work. So, um, you know, again, confused as to why did I lose weight, but now I can't keep it off, right? So a lot of times these quick fixes are simply not sustainable uh, over the long term. And then ultimately, I think um, what is genuinely confusing for people is that Weight loss in itself, so whether it's weight loss or some other um, change that you're trying to make in your health, it's a complex process, and it's often influenced by lots of different factors. We have to take genetics into account. We have to take, um, you know, your your own uh, body composition, where you're at right now, your metabolism, your overall health, if you're on medications, if you're not, if you have a condition, if you don't. You know, so it's important to understand that it's a, it really weight loss can't be approached from a one-size-fits-all approach. Everyone is very unique in 
having this individual um, variability is what leads to confusion because a lot of times, right, I hear, oh, well, my skinny friend Sarah was able to lose weight and I see her eating all this food and if I just look at a piece of bread, I gain weight, right? And so we have to understand that we're not robots, we're humans, and we all come with our own set of um, unique, you know, like I said, genetics and body composition and experiences and health factors. And so this even adds even more, you know, confusion to the weight loss mix. Amazing. There's so much, right? Always. I love it. The weight loss mix. I like the way you worded that. It's so true. (laughs) And how can we say, how can weight loss support our health goals? Yeah, so, you know, um, sometimes weight loss is it's an area or a subject that's really demonized by the public. You know, um, there are, and, I, and I agree that, you know, weight loss is not for everyone, but for individuals who require weight loss to improve their health benefits, um, you know, there, there are uh, benefits around this, I should say. So we shouldn't automatically, just because someone wants to lose weight doesn't necessarily mean it's for aesthetics, right, or to improve their appearance. Studies show that with just a little bit of weight loss reduction, around 5% of the current weight that you're at, there are lots of health benefits that someone can can see. So, um, for example, you can lower your blood pressure. You can improve insulin sensitivity. um, And so, and even, you know, improve mindset, which is really an important piece of the puzzle, especially in this day and age. And, you know, 5% of your current weight is really not a lot. For a 200-pound person, for example, that's only around 10 pounds. And so there are lots of people who are listening who are probably thinking, wow, you know, I've lost 10 pounds to dozens of times, right? The issue is keeping it off. But really, 10 pounds is not a lot of weight. And so a modest weight loss can have a profound effect on on someone's overall feeling of well-being, but more importantly, improve lots of those lots of health markers, which can lead to lower rates of disease. It can reduce medication, um, which are all positives, right? And so we need to look at it from the perspective of sometimes losing a, a small amount of weight or what I like to call a modest amount of weight can really improve our health outcomes over the long term. Got it. Well, also, wow. Just to remind everyone that uh, we mm-hmm. are talking here to our friend and registered dietitian. Uh, also, I want to point out, Jacqueline uh, Gomes, you mm-hmm. work with people virtually all over the world. You're based out of New Jersey, right? In Warren, to be yeah, exact. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I mean, no matter mm-hmm. where you are listening, she can really help you with these health goals. And, again, yeah. and we're going to talk now also about some basic principles of weight loss, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this is um, often where going back to our initial question around why it's so confusing is that, you know, having a basic understanding of how weight loss actually occurs is what's going to lift a lot of that confusion. Because the issue is that it does not matter what you're following. There is lot. There are lots of ways to lose weight, and I always say every time I'm on a call with with a new client, I say, you know, there's lots of ways to skin this cat. It's how we go about it that is ultimately going to make you happy or miserable, right? And so, at the end of the day, weight loss happens by creating a caloric deficit. Final answer. Okay, that's the answer. So, you know, when we hear, oh, but keto works for my friend or intermittent fasting works for my friend or this fill-in-the-blank, um, you know, Weight Watchers, any, there are lots and lots of various ways to lose weight. I'm not saying one is right and one is wrong, but ultimately they're all varying degrees of a caloric deficit. So if you can understand 
that eating less than you burn is what is ultimately going to cause you to lose weight, then a lot of this confusion sort of disappears. It's not the carbs, it's not the fat, it's not the fill in the blank, it's not that you had a slice of pizza on Friday night. That's not causing weight gain. What's causing weight gain is eating more calories than you're burning. So the reverse is true. In order to lose weight, we need to be in a caloric deficit. And so you can achieve this through a combination of mindful eating, basic portion control, and just making healthier, more nutrient-dense food choices. So that's the how. When we can understand that how we do it will ultimately impact our overall feeling of wellness and whether or not it's sustainable, then that's really where I think the confusion starts to disappear. Got it. All right. And also, let's talk more, um, you know, before we take our break, if you don't mind, Mm -hmm. uh, just talk a little bit about why we struggle with losing weight and the battle of Mm -hmm. trying to maintain it and the yo-yos and the ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the maintenance part of it is actually the hardest part of it. You know, losing weight is often kind of easy, right? You start changing your habits, eat healthier food, maybe you start working out, and boom, you lost two or three pounds, maybe five pounds, and you're like, oh, that was easy. But then the the weight comes right back on, right? So the maintaining part is really the difficult aspect of this whole um, issue or this whole strategy. And so there's lots of factors that we have to consider, um, factors from mindset all the way to metabolic factors, right? So our mindset really is the first place to start. And so having unrealistic expectations can really make it a bigger struggle or an uphill battle. So sometimes when we have unrealistic expectations about how weight loss happens, the speed at which it happens, and the ease at which it happens, you know, that's where I think um, we can kind of get a little bit defeated and then, um, you know, give up. And so sometimes um, thinking that you're going to expect these super rapid results and you're going to have this amazing physique or you're going to reach your goals in 30 days, I'm sorry, but that doesn't happen. (laughs) You know, weight loss is a journey and it's something that you have to embrace for the long haul. So when I think that when we have unrealistic, unrealistic expectations around when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen, that's what leads to frustration and a sense of failure. And ultimately, we lose that motivation that got us started, and then we're unable to maintain our results. You know, the other thing that people struggle a lot with is this is probably the most common thing I see in my practice is individuals who struggle with yo-yo dieting. So yo-yo dieting is when you go on a diet, you come off on a diet. You really never implement any realistic or sustainable lifestyle habits, and so you're always in this dieting phase. You're never approaching it from a place of wellness. And so yo-yo dieting typically involves repeated weight loss and regaining weight. So that's what that yo-yo is indicating. So this vicious cycle of weight loss and regain can be really detrimental to your long-term success. You know, your, you know, bad diets that are promising these super quick results um, and, you know, are really relying on these restrictive eating habits, this is just not real life. So it's very difficult to sustain. Um, And so that's where I think a lot of people struggle. Got it. Wow. Well, thank you so much. What we got to do is take our quick Mm -hmm. commercial break here. Would you mind sharing the best form and all forms of contact? Yeah, for sure. So our website is www.busywomanweightloss.com. 
You can reach us on Instagram at JacquelineGomes.Nutrition and by email, JacquelineGomes, R-D, like dietitian and like nutritionist at gmail.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. Let's take that quick break and we'll be right back with more. Thank you. Are you someone who strives for impeccable skin yet struggle to find the right products? Hi, my name is Nadia Wilkerson, founder and lead esthetician at Elite Choice Skin. And through education and professional grade services, my goal is to help you be the healthiest version of yourself while achieving clear, balanced skin. Contact me at EliteChoiceSkin.com so that we can get started on your flawless skin journey today. Hello to the global world. My name is Millionaire Williams, founder and owner of Effectual Life Coaching Enterprises. As a professionally trained and experienced life and mental health coach, I have the tools and understanding to help you create the life you've always imagined and get a renewed sense of self. Contact me at EffectualLifeCoaching.com or call 661-341-0730. Atera includes everything MSPs and IT pros need in one easy-to-use and affordable remote monitoring and management solution. With Atera, you get in one integrated IT tool suite, remote monitoring and management, remote access, patch management, help desk and ticketing, billing, reports, and so much more. Click below to discover Atera today and start monitoring unlimited devices within minutes. Green mic not included. Introducing Venture X, Capital One's new travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars, and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel, and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. Jacqueline Gomes joining us here today. We are talking about uh, weight loss strategies and so much more. Again, the name of her company is called Busy Woman Weight Loss, and she's here to help you walk us through it. We're talking now about some maybe successful weight loss habits, which would be great for us to have. So could you talk about those? Yeah, for sure. So when we want to approach this from a positive place, we want to think about implementing habits that are sustainable. So habits are essentially behaviors that we implement that lead us to a greater good, right? Or it leads us to a goal that we're trying to accomplish. And so we want these sustainable behaviors that are going to promote a healthy and gradual weight loss. That's the key here. Um, And also helps us and, and implementing those habits is what helps us to support that long-term maintenance that we're looking for. So really come into your weight loss journey as a long-term plan rather than this start-and-finish approach. It, it really shouldn't be viewed that way. And so things like regular physical activity, while that may seem obvious, it's really hard, right, to implement something that's new to us. So I always say start out with two or three days a week, once you get that under your belt, maybe you add in another day. 
Um, you also want these habits to support some sense of control over your calorie goals. And you don't necessarily have to count calories, but you do need to be mindful around your portions and what's really going to support a slow and steady weight loss. Implementing regular meals and snacks, which will help to support your energy and balance nutrition, and also self-monitoring. So, you you know, just like you would monitor maybe your income or you would monitor if you're taking a class, you know, towards, you know, maybe you're in college, you're obviously monitoring your progress. And this is the same thing with weight loss. You need to monitor where you are. So being accountable to your nutrition uh, tracking your progress and seeing, you know, if, if you are seeing progress, right, that you won't be able to make any changes or adjust your plan if you don't know where you are in your journey. Um, stress management is equally as important. So don't discount the power of implementing strategies for a positive mental state. Um, and, you know, that positive mindset um, is what often is what we need to maintain that momentum and to keep that motivation going. Awesome. Good to know. Well, also, we should point out uh, one more time your website. Too. Would you mind sharing what mm-hmm. that is? Yeah. So www.busywomanweightloss.com. Um, and you can also find us on Instagram at JacquelineGomes.Nutrition. Awesome. All right. Let's talk about what about exercise and how much exercise should someone get. We're going to talk about that next as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exercise is a critical piece of this. Um, we don't want to use exercise as a way to manage our bad eating habits or our negative eating habits. So there's a saying that says, you know, you can't out, uh, work out a bad diet. And it's true. Uh, you know, diet is always king, but exercise is queen. They like to hang out together, and as a team, they perform um, at their optimal level. So, it, you know, how much exercise you need is going to largely depend on where you're starting. For someone who's very new to activity, Walking is an excellent way to get started. Do not discount the power of walking. Implement maybe 30 minutes, two or three times a week to start, and then slowly build up maybe three to five. And that's a really awesome place to kind of get your body moving. For someone who is already working out and you may need something a bit more advanced, maybe adding in strength training is your next step or perhaps increasing the frequency of your workouts. So if you're kind of stuck in this three-day-a-week mark, maybe now is a good time to add in that fourth day. So when we think about activity and adding on to it, you want to think about the acronym FIT. So frequency, intensity, and time. Those are all the, the three things that you can change. So you can change your frequency, the intensity, so how hard you're working, and the time, meaning maybe you're going from 30 minutes to 40 minutes. And so exercise does so much more than just improve our metabolic health, which is super important because we want to lose weight, but it also helps to improve and maintain our mental well-being. All right. Now, also, let's talk more in regards to uh, a plan Mm -hmm. or an eating strategy, but does Mm -hmm. one just work for everyone or do we have to, you know, everybody's body's different? Yeah. So everyone's body's different. So with this um, question, I always say, you know, yes and no. So while everyone, for the most part, should be incorporating fresh fruits and vegetables and lean proteins, and, you know, when I give this kind of blanket advice, it is for the general population. So there are some people with very, very unique conditions that may need to watch how much protein they're taking in, for example. We're not 
addressing, um, you know, that unique population. This is sort of for the general population. So everyone should incorporate these fresh foods, but not everyone has the same caloric requirements. So it's really important to get a unique plan by seeing a registered dietitian who really specializes um, and is especially trained to provide you with that nutrition guidance based on your unique um, situation, right, where you're, where you are today and what your future goals are, as well as taking into account what your lifestyle is currently like and maybe the person that you want to grow into. So, you know, meeting with a professional can really help to help you to assess your overall health and also your goals but lay out a realistic plan to get you there. All right, awesome. And also, let's talk more about, um, you know, big mistakes, Uh, probably quite a few. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is there quite a few mistakes or maybe just one that people make when it comes to weight loss? Um, You know, there's lots. Listen, sometimes we have to grow um, by making mistakes, right? And and that's completely uh, okay and acceptable. But I would say that one of the biggest mistakes I see people making, which really we don't think about, is is actually mindset. It's having this all-or-nothing approach and really seeking out those quick fixes. So I like to encourage my clients to think about progress, not perfection. You know, when we're over-restricting um, and we're thinking about being so, so, so perfect, or I often hear the word, oh, I was really good this week, You know, having this all-or-nothing approach really, I think, can hinder your progress um, because you're either on or you're off. Take a step back. Don't think of it as an all-or-nothing. Think about it it as progress. Um, The other thing that I see people, the biggest mistake I see people making is just ignoring portion sizes. You know, I'm sorry, it just doesn't work. You, You have to be mindful. It's not, you have to be mindful about how much you're eating. It's not that one particular food um, is causing you to gain weight. That's not the. That's not what's going on. It's your overall intake that is that may be causing you to either maintain or not get you into a caloric deficit in order to start losing weight. And so, if you're not tracking your food in some way, and I mean, you could just use a paper and pencil. You know, you could just use it old school and just keep a journal. Um, you don't necessarily have to do calorie tracking, but you do need to be mindful of what you're putting in your mouth, right, or what we're putting in our body. Um, the other mistake I think I see people making is giving up too soon. Honestly, you have to consider this a long-term journey. You know, if you give it 30, 40 days and you're like, oh, this doesn't work, well, no, it's not going to work if you approach it from that perspective. You know, I used the education um, or going to college example earlier. It's the same thing. You know, if you're in your freshman year of college and you haven't received your degree yet and you're like, oh, this doesn't work, well, yeah, it doesn't work because it does not work that way. You have to do the time. You know, changing your lifestyle is, is very similar in that respect. You have to give yourself the time to change, to create new habits, Uh, mm -hmm. to implement new lifestyle. I love it. I love it. Well, what can people start doing today to start getting started on their weight loss journey? Yeah. So, so number one, you have to set a goal. Um, So you have to know where you're going and make sure that it's realistic and attainable for you. Uh, I would always suggest that you consult your healthcare provider, whether it be your dietitian or your doctor that could recommend you to see a dietitian. Assess your current habits and lifestyle. Assess where you are today then start creating that modest caloric deficit. And I say modest because we don't want it to be severe because that's what tends to get um, cause people to give up too quickly. Adopt a health-focused um, attitude. So think about what you're choosing to eat from a health perspective rather than focusing so much on the number on the scale. 
make a plan for physical activity. And then at the end of the day, support and accountability is going to be your, your biggest cheerleader. So make sure you have somebody that's supporting you along the way. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. And let's also just ask, uh, you know, as we come to a close here, what are some tips for people to help stick with their weight loss plan? Yeah, so always revisit your why. So why do you want this, right? Um, That's going to help you to stay more motivated. So make sure you keep that front and center. Measure your goals. So uh, measure your goals as well as your progress. You see where you're going. Celebrate small wins, right? So if you're Seeing some progress, celebrate that and, and make sure that um, you're celebrating in a way that helps to keep you motivated. Set reminders. You know, it's okay to set reminders on your phone letting you know that, oh, I have a workout coming up or I have to go food shopping or I have to plan for my food shopping. And keep a journal. I think journaling is a really positive activity that can keep your mindset positive but also can help you to stay accountable to yourself. Oh, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for all these tips, information, and insights. And let's remind everyone how they could reach out to you, please. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much, Jill. So you can reach me on my website at www.busywomanweightloss.com as well as Instagram at JacquelineGomes.Nutrition. And send me an email. Keep in touch at Jacqueline Gomes, R, D, like dietitian, and like nutritionist at gmail.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. We will be back with more, of course, after the show. I'm looking forward to the next time we connect. All right. Thanks again, Jacqueline. Have a fantastic day. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information.